Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is there a car stopped on the shoulder ahead? I'm not sure, Waze. I'm not sure. Is there a car stopped on the shoulder ahead? Jesus. I'm sick of that. Uh, you probably like me. You, you got back. Hope you had a good time over the weekend. Going back, we were up in Vermont. I'm in Massachusetts now. We were up in Vermont, and it takes like three and a half hours to get home. And the way, the entire way, of course, we're using Waze because, one, I um, I don't want to ever be in traffic. I would rather go on a on a small road in the other direction away from my destination as long as I'm going than to sit in traffic. Nothing is worse worse than that. Traffic just deletes the moments of your life and wastes them. It's it's awful. Awful. So I use ways for that and sometimes it does not help. For instance, on the way to Vermont, it did not help me. I think I I try to talk to it like like Siri and I say, "Listen, I don't care what we do here." I don't care how long it takes. No traffic. No traffic no matter what. No traffic. No delays expected for eight minutes. No, 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 no. That's not what we're looking for. Tell me to get off before the delay is expected for eight minutes. But didn't work. Well, the other thing I use Waze for, like you do, I assume, if you use Waze, and you should, is um, for the police. The New Hampshire state troopers are everywhere. And... Uh, I do not need to get tagged. I've I've I had a I've had a lot of moving violations because I don't believe I'm not a law-abiding driver, and I believe that out of self-respect for my limited time here on Earth, that I should not um, abide by the law. For instance, if I'm at an intersection, or this is the old me. We'll just say this is the old me because um, my my wife might listen, and she's been paying the insurance bill or handling the bills anyway. And um, our insurance rate is through the roof because of my bad behavior. <clears throat> I believe that if, if you're at an intersection and there's nobody around, that you should go right through the light, as long as it's safe. Because why wouldn't you? It's safe. There's nobody there. You're going to wait for the government to say, okay, 
You have to freeze there. We own you in that solitary uh, prison right now where you may not move one one inch. You, we own the bubble around you that means you can't move forward. And you'll only go when we say you can go. Are you kidding me? Who would do that? Who, what self-respecting person would wait at a light when there's nobody around? Uh-oh, sorry. The dogs are attacking each other. Guys, stop it. I have a Jack Russell Terrier and a foxhound, and just about once a day, they'll just throw down for about six seconds, and then it's over. So that'll be that for um, for today. That one's over. <laughs> Goes both ways, surprisingly. But at the end of the day, the foxhound does lay down the line, because the Jack Russell Terrier is the size of a, you know, a, a, a tabby cat. So, on my um, lawlessness, I don't recommend this or condone this, by the way. I'm just saying that in the past, I have believed this stuff. And um, and I've had people when I've if there's somebody on the other side of the intersection, so we're facing each other. I'm going, you know, we're going in opposite directions, and it's a red light, and I just blow the red light because there's nobody coming from either side. I've had people get very upset and like be screaming at me, and uh, you know, give me the finger. And people get so angry. Talk about like Karens before there were Karens. People get so angry. How dare you break the... We're supposed to be sitting here while government tells us to sit here for as long as it takes. It doesn't matter. They make the rules of our lives, even though it doesn't make any sense, and all it's doing is sucking away time units, which are not finite. Wait, or are they finite? Which are finite. Sitting there and just letting them tell you what to do, it's ridiculous. So I also used to feel the same way about speeding. And then I got... Uh, in a spate of incidents where the police were, I don't feel, I didn't feel, the okay, let me change that so I don't get in trouble. This was the old me when I was wayward. This is certainly not me now. And I did believe that about uh, speeding. I'm holding, I'm so, sorry, I'm listening to my kids. I have a two-year-old, I think he's two, and a four-year-old in the other room. And, okay, happy noises. I can hear happy noises. And all the games they play are noises that involve death and pain noises, so I never can differentiate between if they're playing or somebody's, you, you know, being electrocuted or, you know, one of the kids is, you know, is uh, hit the other with a brick. Okay. Back to... I'm going to pause you just for a second. Okay, I just had to hit pause just for a second, just to make sure uh, there were no casualties in the next room. My wife is out, and I will be held responsible for any stitches, trips to the hospital, uh, bruised feelings, etc. You know what I'll do? I'll add a little bit of music right in that uh, little section while I was gone. Okay, so like I said, yes, so ways, because uh, I just just believe in having freedom and... Why would you, especially at like five in the morning? I remember getting back from uh, from a from a we were t- we were doing the um, covering an election a few years ago from the Herald, Boston Herald, and I got into my town. Or it was like three a.m. and I saw a red light. And like obviously, I stopped and looked right and left. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? And I just went right through the red light. And a cop saw me. He was parked somewhere, and he saw me. And it, it, by the way, you should go through the red light. Why would I not go through the red light? Who, the, who, whose mind is so owned? Who is that shallow that would say, "Nope, I do exactly what I'm told to do. I, I just wait right here if they tell me to." 
And the cop pulled me over, and I was exhausted, and he's exhausted. He's like, why did you go through the red light? And I said, I, I didn't uh, even notice it was a long day. And he said, uh, okay, just go. And uh, But you know, I, I actually, I see, and I'm not condoning anybody break the, the rules, but I have never, I've made a, a, um, a promise to myself that I would never hit the walk button on a crosswalk. Because I'm a grown man. I can get across. I can do this without having to stop the world's flow of transportation and commerce. I used to live in Com Ave in Boston on this, in an area where a cross street was where you could stop all the traffic on Com Ave. One walker. And I thought that's incredible. How, what a dishonorable thing to do. I'm talking about at least just for grown men. I don't know about other uh, genders and ages. And I couldn't like Who would do that? Especially... If you're a self-respecting person, a guy, and you're you're hitting the button, okay, wait to let me walk. I can't do it by myself, looking right, looking left. I just can't be sure what my time is being. Get across the street. Just get across the street and do it and live. Jesus. I can't believe it. I'm not saying this is for everybody, and this is not me. I'm saying the old me used to feel this way, and I'm over this stuff now. It's not as if I got on an odd 10-minute tangent here. Essentially, the show hasn't even started yet. So I use ways so that the police don't get me in because my insurance is high. Maybe yours is too. The last ticket I got was for crossing a line going through one of the tunnels to the airport in Boston, Logan Airport. It must have been the Ted Williams Tunnel. And I legally crossed a line and the state. He pulled me over. And the guy, my family, was in the car and the guy berated me. What the blame are you doing? You want to hurt somebody? And I didn't do anything blatant. And he was reaming me in front of my family. And I don't know if he swore or not, but he was out of control. This guy blew his top. He should not have been acting like this. But, uh, you know, those things have happened in my life. I've dealt with some jerk cops. I'm sure everybody has dealt with some some jerk cops. I've dealt with some great cops. Everybody has a bad day, you know? It happens. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's, you know, it's a, it's a historic injustice all the time. So... What's going on today? We do have some breaking news. Remember the Karen, the uh, woman who was walking in the woods in Central Park in the Bramble? Was it the Bramble? Is that what they call it? Well, it's interesting because they've busted her. They are the cops, the DA, and this is a little bit, uh, you know, a little... A little Former stomp. NFL whoa, star whoa, whoa. and activist What's Colin Kaepernick Stop marked that. July 4th by Stop sharing that. a... Sorry about that. Well, she has been um, <laughs> she has been busted now. Amy Cooper, remember she was the woman who was in the video uh, calling the police to claim that a black man was threatening her, and supposedly the the charge that uh, they've come up with is falsely reporting an incident in the third degree. And I believe that what she did probably I thought it was I thought it was disgusting to to know as a good liberal, of course, to know that. Uh, that you know some of these incursions with police can be deadly, and to use that to scare this guy, I mean, what a sick, what a poisonous mind. That is just disgusting. And so I could see how there could be a crime for her calling nine one one on this and in you know making a false phone call, which it appears to be what it is. They said it's reporting an incident in the third grade, falsely reporting. <clears throat> of course, the district attorney, Cy, attorney in New York, is Cy Vance Jr., who's just a uh, you know, a total performance uh, animal. <clears throat> he's just a guy who, uh, you know, he's gunning for a bigger office. He's made all sorts of, uh, he's done all sorts of stuff to, to uh, try to uh, intimidate uh, the president and all this stuff. 
a lot of these guys showboat, but that's that's his deal. So he had to come and say it and put out a statement. The DA himself, I'm talking about ruining this woman's life. I understand she's a jerk with a dark heart, but I mean, haven't you done enough? You're going to make this is a misdemeanor. This is a misdemeanor. I understand she sucks, but come on, man. Like, talk, piling on. You've already ruined her. Her life is already over and she already knows it. I, it, her conduct was crazy, but she obviously has something wrong in her head, which is something that I noticed uh, that about 50% of Americans have. Would you please stop? Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please stop. don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please. You do have two people here being not their best selves. Let's be honest about this. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Ooh. Please tell them whatever you like. Excuse me? I'm sorry. I'm in the ramble, and there is a man, African-American, who has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man. I like how she said that he's got a bicycle helmet. Like, I, mean, I know that it, I know that that's probably so that they can ID him, but it, what does that mean? But, but oh, why is he burning with a bicycle helmet? And I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. And my... I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm in Central Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you. So she is obviously having a, uh, she is obviously very afraid and she is having a mental breakdown. And we've seen this. The other guy went after the woman in, I forgot where it was, a couple of weeks ago, where the woman just is hiding her license plate and she's panicking and she's breaking down. We're going to hear from a New York uh, City uh, educational council person named Robin Broshi. You know what? We'll play that now. <laughs> this stuff just never, never it's it's absolutely crazy, and we're seeing more and more of this. Um, hang on. This is, you may have heard of, uh, yes, her name is Robin Broshi, and she is in New York City, and she's on a conference call with um, some, with another gentleman, at least one person. I think it's the city council, essentially, that she's on a call with. It's a New York City Ed Council meeting, um, and Robin Broshi is very angry because she just noticed a black child on a on a white man's lap. So she's angry, yelling at a fellow, we'll say city councilor, whatever they are, they're essentially like that, um, for this. It, it set her off. It triggered her. So once again, a city councilman has a, a white guy, has a black child. It's a child, it's a, a child of his friend. So it's got his friend's kid on his lap. His his friend's non-white nephew is on his lap. And this woman, Robin Broshi, does not take this well. And this is a meeting, you can tell, because she's screaming into a little lavalier mic. So this is a, a public event that's happening here. This is, let me tell you something. If you thought that all city council meetings were um, lame, uh, not always. It hurts people when they see a white man bouncing a brown baby on their lap, and they don't know the context. That is harmful. <laughs> First of all, Robin, use your indoor voice. 
Second of all, how in the holy hell is that harmful to any? How deep into these stupid New York Times, you know, best-selling author Ed Board books do you have to be to be so overridden with and so addled with guilt and oversensitivities? That you see that because it back black child is depicted at all, your mind now, which has been warped, is now looking for the crime. And you're adding now hurt and devastation to something that is benign, if not just positive. But she has lost her mind. That makes people cry. It makes people log out of our meetings. It makes people cry to see a black child being held by a white guy affectionately. It makes people cry. It makes people log out of our meetings. She has logged out of her sanity. They don't come here. They don't come to our meetings. And they give me a hard time because I'm not vocal enough. And I'm not trying to be a martyr. I'm trying to illustrate to you that you think I'm a, excuse me, you think I'm a social justice warrior and you think I'm being patronizing and I'm getting pressure for not being enough of an advocate and i take that to heart and that hurts get better friends robin maybe that's one of the problems here being pressured to be even more of an advocate can you imagine that what this woman spends her time doing a white woman spends her time doing constantly looking for injustice and calling it out so that her woke friends and black friends will see just how how pure of heart she is what a good good person she is and that way she doesn't have to feel bad about the beamer me and i have to learn to make how to be a better white person can somebody please help robin broshi be a better white person because we all know and we're going to hear from some royals in a second we all know that we could all be better white people we have the stain of centuries of injustice and criminal behavior and hatred behavior and the veneer the golden veneer of privilege all over us we are bad beings bad beings and some of us like Rob and Brochier are simply trying to get their wretched selves off of the ground and, and just dis- display themselves like the court gesture is, as something, a root of good for these people, for all these many peoples of all sorts of race and, races and genders and all the many genders and the creeds and belief systems, just trying to show them that she's sorry that she's one of the bad white people. I would like you to know don't have people telling you that. I would like to know before this meeting adjourns, don't adjourn this meeting. This meeting we go along. Having my friend's nephew on my lap was hurtful to people and was racist. Can you I, please I, explain? I, Tom, I, I've explained <laughs> Tom. it to you. You can uh, Google. You can read a now. book. Read a book. Read Ibram Kendi. Read you White Fragility. Read you How to Talk to White People. No, 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 no. Could she read a book on volume control at all, maybe? Read a, read a white fragility. That's great. That's great. This moron progressive just opens her brain, pours in you know, dumb Marxist progressive you know, race-baiting crap about white fragility and just absolutely no filter, ingests it all, and becomes a true believer immediately. Oh, God. And then she becomes an a-hole immediately. And we're seeing more of this, of course, every day. God. When she said read a book, here's my advice. Read fewer books. Read fewer books and undo your college experience. Because that's the stuff that injected you with this and made you a twisted person who's now adult and has some kind of PTSD. When you see anything, any of the million symbols you're told 
uh, are, uh, are, are tiny signs of racism and oppression who can read a dog whistle from a 10,000 light years away who simply knows what's in your heart by looking at you. And I can tell. Tom. Oh, my goodness. I won't play that again because I know it's, it just, it just hurts, and hurts and hurts and hurts and hurts. Before we get to the Royals, um, Kaylee McEnany, people should understand, she does her job wonderfully. And, but you have to realize that her job is a, it's an art form. She is there to, she's there to shape messaging and she is there to spin. That's what press secretaries do. That's always what they've done. And people say, look at that lying, just a liar, lying. My God, she's lying. That's not the truth. She's obfuscating. Yeah, no kidding. She's a flack for the president. That is what they do. I like her style and the way she does it because she's, she telegraphs questions and she's got little notes in her notebook in which to, to beat people up with. So now she takes a question on Bubba Wallace. And Bubba Wallace is back in the news because Donald Trump couldn't leave well, not well enough alone and have two good days. He had to go back and tweet about Bubba Wallace and the Confederate flag, which is idiotic, idiotic. After he had two good days with a good speech, of course, that's somebody else is in charge of that, and he and he read it in his when he's when he's forced to just stick to the script. You can tell he's monotone. He seems sedated, etc. But the words of the speech were good. It was a good decision. The fact that they are that's written by uh, somebody else in the administration does not matter. An administration is a collaboration, and you want to know that there are people with those principles working around the president. That is good. So she's got to field a question on this. And uh, she addresses it. Uh, the president was noting the fact that in aggregate, this notion that NASCAR men and women uh, who have gone and who are being demeaned and called racist and being accused in, in some venues of committing a hate crime against an individual, uh, those allegations were just dead wrong. Does he think, Paula. It, does he think his supporters should not take the flag to Trump rallies? Is he considered? Uh, now, just so you know, that reporter is Jonathan Carl from ABC News. He's asking a tough question, and he's following up, and he's stepping on her, throwing it to another reporter. I don't mind that. He's a good reporter. Jonathan Carl is is one of the good ones. He was very, very tough on Obama, and he's tough on Trump. He's not a showboat. It's not. A, it's not about the Jonathan Carl show. This is not a bad reporter. So now he's asking um, what Trump if Trump wants supporters to leave their flags at home. Banning the Confederate flag from Trump rallies. Well, at Trump rallies, all flags uh, that are not official campaign gear are banned. Yes. Kaylee, why is it Bubba Wallace's responsibility to apologize for an investigation into a news that he didn't report and he never even saw? It was NASCAR that found this, that reported this, and even the FBI referred to it as a news, even if they said it wasn't a specific crime against... Now, that is a reporter not taking any effort to dig deeper into the parties in this story that she agrees with because she's her guns only aimed at the president so when she says Bubba Wallace didn't report it Bubba Wallace went on a, a media tour after it made himself a hero after it the fact that he didn't ask to see a picture and they said NASCAR reported it you would think that Bubba Wallace if he's going to be the star of this promotional tour that they had for a couple of days he would want to see a picture of it. NASCAR only released a picture of a highly cropped tiny loop. 
you know, we've seen the real picture. The thing does not look like it is not a noose. The FBI used the term noose in there to, for, for Bubba Wallace, but by definition, it is not. It does not cinch. It looks like a noose. That is certainly true, especially if you pan up close to it. And so it looks like it's something big enough for a head. But really, if you're right there and if you've seen the pictures, it looks like a handle. NASCAR screwed this up. Bubba Wallace is not a character guy. He screwed this up. He's since uh, he's since put out a tweet trying to be the bigger man, talking about the president's hashtag hate. Trump screwed this up. Nobody in that situation has been anything but craven. Mr. Wallace, why is the president even suggesting that Mr. Wallace should apologize? Well, look, the FBI, as I noted. Well, but because, reporter, he was part of a giant hoax, maybe? concluded uh, that this was not a hate crime uh, and he believes it'd go a long way if um, Bubba came out and acknowledged that as he well. Has. This was not a he hate crime as noted by the FBI. So that the Look at her. I love how she's uh, she's rallying for uh, advocating for Bubba Wallace because it's Wallace or Trump and she absolutely, no he has. He's been very clear. No he hasn't been very clear. That night he went on Don Lemon and even after the FBI said this was not a news this was not a hate crime, st stood by it and said, yes, it was, and then gave a speech about how great a guy he was and how he wasn't going to back down. This was this was a fraudulent attempt all around. This is BS. But this reporter here, she's not there for facts and truth. She's there to try to take a shot at Trump. Beyond about the this president, not intentional. Why, why one is he things, So one of the things that's... So this is why this happens in D.C., Trump had a good day. Trump then does something stupid like he did today by tweeting this stuff, which should be enough. Then a dishonest reporter goes right down to the depths with him and cravenly shapes a question and really an attack at at the press secretary and the, and the president in a dishonest faction. And it just looks slimy. And it is slimy. And the last guy didn't have to deal with this. President comes from, and this is where the president stands. And he actually um, hinted at this in his July 4th speech uh, to those in the media who falsely and consistently label their opponents as racist, who condemn patriotic citizens, who offer a clear and truthful defense of American unity. We want a clear and faithful defense of American history and unity. And when you level false charges, you not only slander me, you slander the American people. He believes the American people are good. Uh, and the allegations and the rush to judgment with Jesse Smollett uh, in the Bubba Wallace case and with the Covington. Yeah, the FBI said it was a noose. They also said it wasn't a hate crime. If it was a noose then it would have been a hate crime. It was not a noose. Go look at the definition of a noose. Catholic boys, uh, we shouldn't be so quick to jump onto those narratives. Those are just three examples of those that have been proven false. For an investigation that someone yes. else initiated suggesting he was possibly the victim of a hate crime? Yes. I totally agree with her on that. I mean, there was a lot of flackety, flack, flack, flack in there, but I, I agree. I don't, and I'm in the minority for even, for for most people. I don't, I believe that it was not a good faith um movement uh, was not a good faith uh, narrative by him the activity was not of good faith i didn't believe the whole everybody walking around his car i think that's nascar not acting in good faith trying to put the best foot forward you know you have people everybody the woman we just played in the new york city council education department robin broshi wanting to be a better white person that's not limited to that room there are people in boardrooms everywhere who one either have a mental health issue right now where they need to be acting like this or two are saying we need to do damage control on a whole new level here. This is girding our loins, and whatever it takes, we're getting in front of it. So walk around the car, 
push the car, let Bubba sit in it. It was a noose. Send out a picture cropped so it looks noosey rather than a picture that would show it or if a few pictures that could show you context. And that's what they did. But this is what we were talking about two weeks or three weeks ago. And we're talking about it again now because Donald Trump ha- is tweeting like a dumb person. And there's only so many days to the election. So if he wants to tweet himself into a defeat, keep doing it. Just every day, just do another one so that you can't get any good news to the American people. And that's what he did. So um, I do like uh, McEnany when she goes on the, and I like this about, you probably, you may not remember, what was um, Tony Snow. Tony Snow used to do this too. He'd just go out there for Bush. He was the press secretary for just a brief while. He'd go out there and just blast the press. I do like it when, when McEnany has her, you know, her uh, trap snare it just, a few pages down in her trapper keeper there and she knows when to like snare that trap you know i was asked probably 12 questions about the confederate flag uh this president's focused on action and i'm a little dismayed that i didn't receive one question on the deaths that we got in this country this weekend i didn't receive one question about new york city shootings doubling for the third straight week and over the last seven days shootings skyrocket by 142 percent not one question i didn't receive that is fair. That is fair. You know, that should be, that should be, if Trump was on the other side of this, that would be the headlines across the country is that the crime rates in cities have gone through the roof, doubled, tripled, increased by 100% in some places. These include murders and violent crimes of all sorts of different types. Bad things are happening on the streets in this country. There is cause and effect. This should be big national news. But once again, that's not what they're in this business to do. Received one question about five children who were killed. And I'll leave you with this remark by a dad. It broke my heart. A dad of an eight-year-old lost in Atlanta this weekend. They say Black Lives Matters. You killed a child. She didn't do nothing to nobody was his quote. We need to be focused on securing our streets, making sure no lives are lost because all Black Lives Matter. That of David Dorn and that of this eight-year-old girl. Thank you. She is out of there. Here's the dad of that little eight-year-old girl shot in Atlanta, and these the, watching the dad and mom in this in this video is it's just horrifying to watch because they're stop they're shocked they're in shock. The mother especially is just shell shocked, and they're in front of the microphone, and you did i mean there's no way to describe i guess unless you're in their position what they're feeling i assume that it's they feel like they've been hit by a sledgehammer you killed your home they say black lives matter you killed your home you killed your own this time just because of burial they killed my baby because she crossed the barrier and made a u-turn you killed a child she didn't do nothing to nobody Shoot on my car before we could even make a U turn. Shoot my ties out like why? But Black Lives Matter. My baby was shot in her bed. Killing your own. Nobody there to help. You me. killed an eight year old child. Nobody. She ain't did nothing to now one of y'all. She just wanted to get home to see her cousin. Jesus. That's all she wanted to do. She just wanted to get home. They say black lives matter. Disgusting. I mean, what do you say? The girl is just was was. It's terrible to even have to say was. The girl's name is Sec- uh, Secoria 
uh, Turner, Sicoria Turner, eight years old, just a cute little girl, just a just a, a sweet looking little girl. It's um, I could see her running around with my daughter. You know, if you have if you have sons and daughters, you know, just girls are just the sweetest thing in the world. And um, there she is. Yeah, she was. She and her mom were parking in a store in a lot, but uh, armed civilians barricades around. Uh, near armed civilians barricades around the Wendy's where Richard Brooks was killed, and so somebody in the armed civilians, I guess, decided they had to shoot shoot into the car, and they killed her. And that's it. Uh, McEnany for for a good a good service did, and this is good for her to get this on the record. She did go down a list of some of the horrific crimes that have sprung up since the uh, great unraveling began here in the last month. Misguided movements such as defund the police seek to leave our communities more vulnerable than ever. Case in point, this weekend alone. In New York, there were 44 shootings with 11 killed. In Chicago, 75 people were shot with 13 killed. And tragically, at least five of these individuals were children who were killed in cities across the country, an absolutely devastating loss, and we grieve for those families. Crime such as this is dark, and it is divisive. And that's the thing. Where is the middle-class women, men from Wellesley, Where's the little black uh, avatar for all these kids, little black kids dying in cities? Can you imagine being a mother or a father and your 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 ba- your kid? I mean, you're supposed to be doing, you know, getting the tooth fairy money ready. You're supposed to be, you know, she might have, wants a princess themed birthday party or blow bubbles or sidewalk chalk or something. And you you, you got to buy a coffin for your kid. Jesus Christ. Where are you, Facebook heroes and, and woke Twitter heroes? Critical theory, race study heroes, Ivy League spoiled white kids everywhere enjoying the, the, the fact that you got to, you know, put the hang within the Black Lives Matter aura for a while before you get on to your real life where mostly only your life will matter. Where are you? Nobody's... Nothing doesn't matter, you know. Not boring, boring. This is what's in in vogue right now. This and pushing statues and uh, orange man is dumb, and you know that's the shallowness is just disgusting. People, there will be another this weekend coming up. There'll probably be another two, three, four, maybe five dozen, six dozen, eighty-five, hundred people, young people shot in black neighborhoods in Chicago. Those are war numbers. Those are war casualties. And it happens every weekend. And the same woke people say the same platitudes of nothingness and 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 blame everything on the cops over there and elect Democrats and liberals and more progressive um, regulations and rules and laws, etc. are passed. And media doesn't care. National media could care less. That's it. They certainly could care less when the president was President Obama because you wouldn't want to have to ask questions of accountability, but he never had to worry about that. The Grace Baptist Church in Troy, uh, New York. There's some stuff on social media about that. These um, The church is an, it's an odd 
the I, the guy who runs the church, the pastor, the minister, whatever minister, they have a gun giveaway there, which is an odd thing for me. I don't know. I haven't been to church to my own church in a while. We weren't. I do remember when I went to the uh, church in the first congregational church in Winchester. They pretty much never gave away any firearms, but this church had a, a like a gun giveaway, and uh, one of the guys, uh, the pastor, or something said like black lives matter yes yes but then after uh with the protests turned into riots and they he called the rioters savages where you probably want to stay away from um so he's an odd duck so black lives matter descends upon this church over the weekend and i understand i understand why that would might be an effective protest because gunplay involved in deaths in the streets and it's symbolically for a church to be doing this I think you've got a reason to, to take umbrage to that. And the use of the word savages right now, you might take umbrage to that too, especially since a, a pastor or a church, a clergyman is a man of words, and you know the meaning of words, and that's not a good one. But what I don't understand is then you've got a, a, a black families trying to walk in that church with children all dressed up in their Sunday best, and the protesters just yelling at them. No peace! No justice! No peace! No justice! No justice. You should be ashamed of yourself, sister! Taking your kids no here and millions of black kids! Why would you bring kids in there? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself, sister. But sister was with the sister was with kids. Uh, the person they were calling sister. I mean, there were kids there. Really? Come on, guys. At one point, the Black Lives Matter folks uh, just they ran into the church and disrupted everything. And then the the pastor tried to stay positive, but um, but the language got colorful anyway. The protesters weren't uh, weren't having it. Look, you do not know Black Lives Matter. A woman passes by one of the clergy or whatever and says, look, she had something on her arm. I'm a Christian preacher, you bleep. Hey, look, if you do not know I'm a Christian preacher, you don't. Black Lives Matter. 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 Jesus loves I'll tell you, man, city council meetings and church services in 2020 seem to be more exciting than they've ever been. Had I known. Man. So there is still, in, we do have to separate protests over the condition of black lives, and which includes the police brutality. I, I, I have no problem with that. I mean, I personally think that they are th that they're certainly misguided. In other words, these cities largely have been have been, um, or the black community has largely fallen off a cliff since the '60s, and these cities have fallen into the hands of Democratic congressmen and sorry, Democratic uh, city councilors and mayors and municipal uh, officers. Since since the same time, and I think that you want to look into some causation causation there and see what's going on. But 
that's a bigger issue. And I think that's stuff we should talk about. I like it. That's why I love the Candace Owens, Mark Lamont Hill stuff so much. I think that's important. And I think it sucks. And I, to, I think it stinks that we live in a world where it, it is where either it is logistically tougher to get out of those communities and in a in a successful, um, you know, in a successful manner and achieve the American dream because of all sorts of factors. I think that's terrible. I think it's also terrible that that people, that kids in the community believe that there's no hope for them. And that is, that's the thing that ends it. You can't, you can't be hopeless. You have to, especially in this country, this day and age, you have to have hope and believe that you can do anything. That's how you do things. That's not something that's, that's unique to the black community. It's all over the white community too. It's all over all communities. If there's despair and a lack of hope and a lack of belief, belief, you have to have the audacity to believe that you can do anything. The the um, Obama book, the audacity of truth, or audacity of hope. One of the two. One of the two. I always kind of liked that. The idea that, yeah, it's like Kurt Schilling. I know that he's been exed out of polite circles these days, but when he said about the 2004 World Series uh, Red Sox, he said, "Why not us?" Yeah, that's the audacity. Say, "Why not us?" Other people have, be ho- have been hoisting the trophy. Why not us? And you've got to believe that you can do anything. And that's one thing that I got in my family, and I think that my 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 sibling got. And uh, even though we had, I mean, I had a, I was not a good student and had a poor education, technically, like report card education anyway, but I didn't care about any of that stuff. I just figured that when I wanted to get my bleep together, I'd get my bleep together. And so I went into the highly fruitful field of uh, media. That's a joke. But I got my bleep together and just worked hard, and that's it doesn't take much more. Just work hard, say please and thank you. Do what you say you're going to do. Follow through. Don't be a jerk. And that's pretty much it. There's a four-year degree right there for you. You don't need much more than that. But you have to also have the audacity to believe that you can do anything and uh, that you can uh, ascend, and it will happen. So speaking of that, two of the people who have... Uh, gotten to where they are on merit. Hang on there one second. Yes? Hey, hang on, hang on one second. Go, okay, go play with your brother, okay? Sorry about that. I'm really not ignoring him. There's two other brothers. That's a, that's, there's two other dudes in there to, to play with him. So, uh, so Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, I think it's Meghan Markle, right? They, uh, they got themselves... Oh, God, I don't even know where to begin with this. This makes me happy. They got themselves in this uh, Zoom meeting roundtable about uh, privilege and systems that don't work and finally coming to grips with racism, etc., where they essentially are in the middle of this group of folks who are lecturing them or demanding of them with their eyes that they comply and recite every um, symbolic uh, required new woke phrase that's out there. And... <laughs> And they do. And um, I just think it's funny because you tell me. Okay, I'll play this first cut. This is Harry and Meg on their little Zoom chat there with the with the with the um, progressive Black Lives Matter folks and the just race oh, whatever they are. And uh, you tell me if you notice something from what you hear Harry and Meg say. Is it Schmeg? Is it Harry? Is there a word for those two? I don't even know. 
thanks to the Black Lives Matter movement, that doesn't have a single address, doesn't have a single leader. It is a movement that has swept across the world that finally everybody who knows and recognizes the wrong in this for, for years and years, decades, hundreds of years gone by, that this is the moment when people are starting to be listened to. Mm. What you're echoing is this idea of it's, we can talk about it, you can... Harry just handed off... <clears throat> His uh, vapor impromptu BS to Meg, and she's yeah. This that's what this is. This is a what's that race where one pan person hands off the other thing to them? You hand off the, you know what I mean. But Meg takes it. She knows how to to to, uh, to produce uh, words as well. Put something on an Instagram or talk about the books you're reading or whatnot. But how do you put that in action? So I'm really curious, both of us are, to know that in these conversations you've been having with Queen's Commonwealth Trust, what are some of the solutions that you've been, like the tangible things? Because I think most people are saying, what's the call to action? As you said, Mike, people are like, what can I do? Or at least you said, people are like, okay, let me look at what's happening here in my own country. It's a different version of the same thing that we're saying. Can you feel the circles that are happening here? Holding pattern, holding pattern, circle, circle, cliche, cliche, woke word, work, woke word, circle, circle, transition, transition. As somebody who has to do and has had has to do, has had to do in in some different broadcasting endeavors, some BS time filling, I recognize what's going on here. This is just incredible. There's nothing to this. In so many other places around the world, but it, we still have to understand it in its cultural context. Jesus, there is nothing happening. Is there a way to make this interesting? Is there a way to bring some life to anything that she's saying? Because these are just words. These are just, she's taking, as if you're feeding the ducks, just throwing bread out there. She's throwing words out there. There's nothing happening here. There is no cognitive, uh, you know, there is no story or lesson to be gleaned from the string of words she's having this is stream of consciousness woke stream of consciousness she's just saying stuff that means stuff there's got to be a way send me music there's got to be a way to make this have meaning because what this is these are just dumb lyrics like inagata de vida or something that without the music are simply a bad poem so that's what we're getting here and she's an actress too she should know better so i need mu- i need something I need some way to, I need some music, a music bed under this so that at least, it's like with the Doors music when Jim, towards the end, just started to read his poems, Mother, I Want to, dun, 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 dun. and it, like they just became crap, and the background band at least provided this like slam poetry background jazzy feel to it. Like we need something, I'll find something, hang on, Let's go, you take it away again, uh, uh, Meg. In that self-reflection, it's acknowledging whatever mistakes we've all made, right? So if we look at the Commonwealth, and I know part of the conversation we're going to explore later on is looking at the history of that. But if you start on that macro level, you also have to look on a more Oh, Jesus, macro level. Get the band in here. What have we done in our past that we've put our hand up? And I think this is a moment of reckoning where so many people go, you know what? I need to own that. Maybe I didn't own that. I knew what I knew. However... Now it's time to reset in a different way. And I think both of us, it's part of the conversation we've had quite a bit in our, in our calls over the last few weeks surrounding the Black Lives Matter movement for everyone to be a part of this conversation. And when it comes to oh God. Hand institutional off. systemic racism, Here we go. it's there and it stays there because someone somewhere is benefiting from it. We can't deny 
or ignore the fact that all of us have been brought up and educated to see the world differently. Holy However, Jesus! Once you start does to not concatenate, Harry. Then you need to acknowledge it. You need to acknowledge it, but then you need to do the work. Yes, to do be the able work. To become more aware so that you yeah. can. Exactly. exactly what you're saying. And I think so much of what we're seeing as well is that. In the name of God. You know, it's not even in the big moments, right? No. It's in the quiet moments yes. where racism and unconscious right. bias lies and keeps it lies and hides Good and thrives. And it's Good those nuances that I think is what makes it confusing for a lot of people to understand the role that they play in that, either passively or actively, but I think even more so passively. Holy and so Jesus. much of what I've come to the understanding of especially in learning even more about it of late and obviously having had personal experience with it as well but in people's complacency they're complicit and that i think is the shift that we're saying to go it's not enough to just be a bystander and say well it wasn't me and that's what i think was very much manifested in and what you're feeling from people's outpouring surrounding the murder of George Floyd. That if it wasn't that this wasn't always happening, it's that it's come to a head at a time where people just said, enough. And I'm curious to know from all of you how you're seeing the effects of Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Thanks. Ah, so there you go. Woo! Thanks to the Black Lives Matter movement, doesn't have a single so address, doesn't have a single leader. No. Nope. It is a movement that is swept across the world that finally everybody who knows and recognizes the wrong in this. Would you rather hear this absolute smack top talk BS or my friend uh, Robin Broshi? It hurts people when they see a white man bouncing a brown baby on their lap. Nobody's and crazy. They don't know the context. Nobody's crazy. No hogs got the fever. Two more hogs got the fever. No, not at all. Oh, man. All right. I think that'll do it for me. I'm going to, uh, I guess, start drinking this moment. See you later. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 